You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everybody. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. We got a great show for y'all the day, of course, on this amazing... I'm going to call it another thorough Thursday for y'all, but I'm excited because Tiffany Moore is in the building. The owner of Baldy Brand is here, and I'm excited to speak with her, learn more about her journey, what got her into business, and how she has continued to stay strong till today. Uh, and, you know, I'm just saying I had to represent, you know, Baldy Brand today. Uh, so, you know, hey, you know me, when I see great stuff, I want to buy it, but also want to share that that opportunity with you so you can get connected to these fantastic brands that are right here in your backyard. But of course, it's the top of the show, y'all. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. That's right. Let's go ahead and tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch us, don't worry. We got you covered. You can always listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whatever it is, you name it, whichever one is your favorite, y'all will find us there. Just search for a shout out to everybody who is tagging and sharing the stream and who is sharing the podcast. We appreciate y'all. Y'all are the reason why we get this reach and, and that people keep coming back to see this great content. So thank you all for that. Appreciate you. Well, I'm also excited, y'all, because y'all know I've been showing y'all how Converge has been on the ground. Of course, we have this amazing studio here, the Black Media Matter Studios, but we also have been hitting the ground and not just here in Western Washington. Take a look at our work out there in Spokane, uplifting Black community there. Hi, I'm Shannon Curtis. Welcome to Spokane. Today we are having our Black History Month resource fair and panel discussion where we're going to be talking about not only Black history and its significance, especially in 2023, but also talking about some topics that are really important that are happening right now. I've definitely found a Black community here. I mean, we're smaller, you know, I'm from Dallas, like used to big communities, right? Like, like how you have in Seattle and other big cities. But Spokane's not that big, but there's still a nice thriving Black community here that supports one another, that comes out, puts on events like this, and shows up when we need to support each other, and it's great. Black community has always been here, but the new age of black leaders that are coming into this space, we have to have that conversation. What are we doing to keep our progressive people here that are looking to build homes, build a family, have great quality of life? And that's what our community is doing. We have a lot of people that are saying, you know what, we need these things. We're not going to wait for somebody to bring it. We're going to create it. What is happening here in Spokane with the black community? There are tons of different people moving here and are here that are innovators. We're really creating new spaces for us to not only heal, to create, to educate. Our art activism in our community has really exploded. Um, we are really taking a look at what does Spokane need and why are we missing it? A lot of the people that I connect with, we are into real estate, we are into fashion, we are into culture, we are into art, and we're figuring out ways 
ways that we can share our loves with our community and show that our community is ready for these different types of spaces and not only just keep them here for a moment, but keep them here forever. My friends and I, or my sisters I like to call them, we're building culture. So I own a real estate firm, one of my friends owns um, an early childhood development center, one of my friends um, runs uh, different shades of motherhood and different things for um, black women in, in our community. So we are building culture right now. I'm also an author. Um, I like to write about situations to help people prepare themselves. So the book that I wrote last year is about preparing your home to get ready to sell and how you can uh, capitalize on your investment. You're doing some great stuff. I mean, we have authors, we have musicians, we have businesswomen, we have city council women, we have professors, doctors, lawyers, you name it. We're doing it. We're doing it here in Spokane. So of course we have a black community out here. Spokane can nurture your soul like no other because we are a small group of people that are looking to do great things. So we have to encourage each other. We have to hold each other accountable. And most importantly, we have to learn how to build together. Um, and so that creates a whole different type of interaction and connection. Um, and that is what I think why uh, black women really uh, succeed here. Um, even if it's a very difficult place to be, we, we learn to nurture one another and encourage one another. I do feel like blackness is thriving here in Spokane, but I think what happens is folks come over here from different places and they don't know where to go. So that's what I meant by we're building this culture. We're building the culture as in, you know, we're creating like roadmaps on where to go. Representation means everything. I mean, when I was growing up, like there were one or two women who looked like me on TV and it makes me so happy to know that there won't be some little girl growing up in Spokane who can't, who says that I never saw anybody who looks like me on TV because there's me. So there will be some little black girl out there who can watch me growing up. And so she, because she saw me do it, she knows now that she can do it. And it means everything. Trust me, guys. Like, it's all right over here. Like, we have really nice stuff. It's beautiful. We have great food. We even have soul food over here, y'all. You can't go wrong as long as there's a good old soul food spot that is approved by a Southerner. A tried and true Southerner, too. So we have a great community here. And you got to come see it for yourself. We are powerful, we are beautiful, we are amazing. We stand on our own, we create like no other. And because our space is a different type of blackness, you have to get very creative in getting people to connect with things. Um, our community is ready for so much. And I would just say in an essence about the black community is that we're here. Um, and don't leave us out. Don't leave us out in grants. Don't leave us out in conversations. Don't leave us out in movements. We are here. We're ready to do the work. And we are doing the work. So if the question is, are they ready for us? In which I would say, we got to get on board. So. There it is. Look at that. Don't leave them out there. I'm ready to do the work. It's so beautiful to see the growing and thriving Black community in Spokane. And I got to be out there and actually experience a bit of this for myself. And it's beautiful to know that, you know, we here at Converge understand the importance of the stories, not just in, you know, Seattle, but beyond throughout the Pacific Northwest and the nation. Uh, you know, we have traveled everywhere to really up 
uplift these amazing stories. And it's so great to be part of a team that understands the value and the importance of us being the ones to share these stories and really giving space to the great work that's happening within communities throughout the country. So I'm so excited and uh, loving that we were there. Uh, it sounds like there's going to be even more stories coming out of, of those amazing groups of folks. But you guys, you know, for me, it's always about sharing and uplifting stories. So I love seeing that they are working together. That's what we all need to understand. It takes us all. Oh, gosh, I could go on about it forever. But I'm excited because Tiffany Moore is in the building, y'all. That's right. Right after this short break, I get to actually check in with her about how she's showing up in her Black brilliance. Stay tuned right after this uh, break, y'all. You're watching The David Trey. <music> What's up, everybody? Trey Holiday here, and I'm so excited that Converge Media is doing a Black History Month takeover at the iconic Sankofa Theater. That's right. We're going to be looking back to look forward in this amazing space as we curate our own segments of Black history with our friends there at Sankofa Theater. Shout out to our partners, Friends of Waterfront Seattle, the Elite Collective, and the Vita Agency for joining us on this amazing journey. Of course, the whole Converge family is going to be in the building February 20th through the 24th. Y'all do not want to miss these segments. Join us and can't wait to see you there. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. This winter, Seattle Opera presents the world premiere of A Thousand Splendid Sons. Based on the best-selling novel by Khalid Hosseini, this new opera tells the breathtaking story of two Afghan women brought together under the brutal Taliban rule. There has never been a more important time for this story to be on stage. Make this world premiere part of your plans today. Don't miss A Thousand Splendid Sons, February 25th through March 11th at McCall Hall. Details at seattleopera.org. What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street Shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots. And this time, I even got a coat. Yeah, no, you did walk in without a coat. I really I'm did. glad you found one. But their <laughs> boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed. And you know, I was impressed because, of course, I got those white boots that you guys see me wearing everywhere these days. Yeah, no, I, I look at your white boots and I'm like, darn it, they only have one pair. Me and Basin wear the same size. Of course, every time we walk out with several bags in hand. Several bags and sometimes even a backpack, you guys. Make sure you check out Market Street Shoes. Yeah, please check them out. where they go, Basa? Ooh, 2232 Northwest Market Street, Seattle, Washington. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Tiffany Moore from The Baldy Brand. What's up, Tiffany? Hello, what's up? Good morning. Oh, oh, you know, I'm so glad that you can make time to be here. Thank you so much for coming Of course, through. of course, of course. Uh, you know, I ran into you at the Evolution of Neo Soul event. And uh, in true uh, dope culture LLC fashion, uh, they had a whole marketplace going on while we were doing the entire show up 
top at Langston Hughes. And it was so great to see all these amazing businesses. But I had saw you the first day and I was like, oh my gosh, that's probably a whole story. But the second day I came around and that's when I spotted this hoodie. And I'm like, oh right. no, I need, I need on <laughs> what sizes you got. But, I want to go from the beginning because, okay. you know, I could I could hear you kind of sharing some of that story with some customers. Mm -hmm. Tell us what got you into fashion and why the name The Baldy Brand. OK, so as a little girl, um, I've always worn different type of hairstyles from a little girl to middle age to high school. Well, once I got in college, I guess mid early, early 2000s. Um, I was wearing a lot of braids. I was wearing the ponytails. I was wearing the shave in the back, short at the top. So at one point, um, I decided to go ahead and just get locks, sister locks, you know, the, the skinny ones, the ones that you have to do, you have to intertwine with the tool at the top. So I decided to get those. And the way you have to start off, if you have to start off with your just natural twist hair, right? So I'm going through that process, rocking the short twist, loving it. Um, my locks, my twist started to grow. So I started to, I said, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and pay the $400 for the locks. So I paid the locks. I'm wearing them maybe for about two or three years. Right. So at this time I'm young, I'm married, I'm in school, got a full-time job and everything. So as I'm going to the beauty shop, my loctician, she started noticing that my hair started thinning at the top. But this time she was like, don't worry about it, Tiff. It may just be stress. Right. So when you get sister locks, you only go maybe once or twice a month to get locked, right? So I shortened that. Instead of going twice, I started just going one time. So I kept going back and kept going back. And she was like, it's not getting any better. So my hair was steady, thinning at the top, some on the little sides and some in the back. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor, um, explained to him what was going on. And my doctor said, well, let's do some blood work. So he said, normally when you when your hair thins, it could be your vitamin D level. It can be your blood, your whether or not you're anemic. It can be a number of things. So they tested me for lupus, lupus, vitamin D um, and my iron. So thank God everything came back negative. But I did have low blood and I had low vitamin D. So he put me on a, a blue pill for maybe three months to get my vitamin D level up. And I also started taking um, more iron pills to get my blood level up because that affects everything. Right. So I started taking these pills and I thought it would work, but the situation kept being the same. My hair was steady thinning. So at the time I was, I was battling, I was going through it about it. I was crying. Why me? You know, but at the same time, I was still wearing the locks. I was just camouflaging. I had a bald spot here that was thinning and then my edges and again, like I said, my back. So I would camouflage it. I would wear ponytails at the top or ponytails to the side with me some little bangs. I would camouflage everything. So at one point, um, my lactician, she said, okay, how about going to a dermatologist? So I went to a dermatologist, dermatologist, they um, put me on some, they tried the shots and they tried some type of steroid oil. That didn't work. So at the same time, again, I'm still losing my hair, still losing my hair. So um, I actually just cut the locks off. I cut the locks off, but I was still able to wear I still had hair, right? I was just, I just had patches everywhere. So I would wear braids and everything. And by that time I moved from St. Louis to Dallas. Well, when I went to Dallas, I got into the, the police force, right? So it's hot in Dallas. So I'm wearing braids and I'm wearing wigs on the top of my braids. So I'm like, I can't keep doing this. It's too hot. I'm sweating. Um, I'm, I just can't keep doing it. 
So somebody recommended a trichologist to me. A trichologist is a is a doctor that does a study of your scalp, right? So I go in, um, she sits me down, she runs all this test, she'll ask you about your, your food, your water intake, all of that. So I'm like, yeah, I eat right, a healthy diet. Um, I told her I did have to get on vitamin D pills and my iron was low. So she does a study and she has me sit down. She comes back in the room and she says, well, um, your hair is never going to grow back. You have alopecia. And I'm like, what? And she was like, yeah, you have alopecia areata. And I go, okay, well, at the time I didn't know what it was, but I did hear her say my hair would never grow back. So after I left her, I went to my car and I cried for like two hours. I'm like, my hair is never going to grow back. How am I going to deal with this? Like, I'm just ruined. Because what does society say about women and hair? Mm. If you don't have hair, you're not considered beautiful, right? Mm. So I'm like, oh, nah. So I'm still <laughs> just wearing my braids, camouflage, and keeping up with the wigs, right? So one day I went to um, the beauty shop. I went to the beauty shop because what do we do as women? We make sure we get a lining. So when we put that wig on, your, your edges and everything is not showing. So I sit down in a chair and a beautician says to me, she says, um, ma'am, what are you doing with your hair? Why are you here? And I go, I just want a lining so I can wear my wig. And she was like, well, what about all these spots in your head? Like, why are you losing your hair at the top, on the side, in the back? And I go, well, I have alopecia. And she goes, uh, well, can you explain it to me? Well, at this time, to be honest with you, I really didn't look into it besides the fact that it was my hair wouldn't grow back. So I said, well, it's just I just have a condition where my my hair won't grow back in certain spots. And she was like, hmm. She was like, well, have you ever thought about shaving your head? And I said, shaving my head, girl? No, nah, like I ain't walking around with no bald head. Are you crazy? Like I'm married. No, people look at me funny. No, I'm not doing that. So she was like, well, I'm going to give you 10 minutes to sit here. She said, but just know I just shaved another police officer's head who lives in Houston. And she showed me a picture. I was like, oh, dang, she looked good. So I sat there and thought about it. I called my mom and I called a couple of my friends and I was like, what do you think? Now, what's so funny about this is that I was also married. I never contacted my husband. Mm. Never. <laughs> so after 10 minutes, I said, you know what? Let's try it. So she shaved my head off. I sat there and I was like, oh, my God. Got up from the chair, walked out and I was like, I cannot believe this. I don't I don't have hair like this is me. So. After a couple of months of going, dealing with just being bald, um, I said, you know what? It's got to be some people there to feel in the way that I'm feeling, like right. the process. is. There has to be somebody else out there, man, woman, child, right? So I started coming up with these different messages, right? And I said, you know what? I think I'm going to start putting that on a shirt because I don't see people in T-shirts or hoodies that represent bald people, really. Right. If if I do, it's not fashionable. It's just alopecia or lupus or cancer. It's not fashionable. So I said, you know what? So I came up, I started coming up with these different quotes and sayings just out the blue, just coming. I guess, you know, God gave them to me. And I said, you know what? I'm going to start putting those on T-shirts. But at the time, again, I was a full time police officer. So I was like, I really don't have time to do it. Well, during that time, my husband ended up getting a job here. 
So I had to give up my career to move here. So I said, you know what? That's a perfect time to focus on my brand. So I came up with these different type of brands when I tried to get um, trademark and these different type of names and everybody, she was saying, the girl was saying that, no, somebody has this name, somebody has this name, somebody has this name. So I'm in a gym one day and I'm just thinking about a different name. What can, what can make my brand stand out? And I came up with the Baldy brand. So I pitched that tour, it came back, it got approved. And um, I, I had maybe 10 quotes and I did a review with a couple of people that I knew on the top 10 quotes that they wanted. So one of them was a brown skin, bald head, dope soul. One of them was minding my bald head as business. And um, the other one of them was no bad hair days. So those are my top three that I was going with. But the reason why I came up with the brand is just to remind the people remind the world that bald is beautiful. You don't have to have hair to be beautiful, right? Just be your authentic self. That that's all you should be. Well, let me say this. I mean, I, I just, I just had to be quiet that whole time while you shared that journey because wow. Number yeah. one, uh, that is such a personal journey that then you made public for everybody. Right. I know I can only imagine like what you were feeling to go from that chair and go home. Of mm -hmm. course, I got to ask, people are probably wondering, so you get home, what is your husband's reaction to this? Like, you know, I, I obviously got a partner who's like, <laughs> look, babe, I'm rocking with you. But but tell us a bit about that when you got home. Well, when I got, when he got home, he was like, oh, okay, you shaved your head, you about to go put a wig on or something? And I said, no. He was like, what you mean? And I said, no, I'm not putting a wig on. I said, I'm tired of camouflaging um, the wigs. I have a peanut head. My head too small. I'm tired of not it fitting, it sliding to the side and to the left. I'm tired. And he was like, okay, well, I support you. And you're beautiful still. Oh, See, that's so, yeah. the kind of stuff right there. I think that people need to hear too, because we oftentimes give, give ourselves the apprehension, right? Yeah. And we imagine the worst outcome, like, oh, how are people going to receive it? How are people, you know, what are people going to think about? Like you said, oh, I'm married. Uh-uh, I can't be, you know right. what I mean? Right? right. Um, and you're right in terms of the way <clears throat> Western culture and society has really permeated in our ideas that, you know, the way that we wear our hair is such a part of our identity and without it, what, what else? Like, but wait, that's my, you know, that's something that's special to me. Right. I love that you were able to really step out on faith and do this for yourself, right? For a medical reason. But now you're, you know, people are experiencing the Baldy brand because you did create it. Right. And now you're being very intentional about the messaging that you're putting on the clothing. How are people receiving this? The they body love brand? it. They, they love the body brand. A lot of people come to me, though, and they um, they do ask a lot of questions like, um, well, of course, why are you bald? What happened? And I'm, I'm very transparent. I I just want people to feel good about themselves. So I share my story. My story is alopecia, but the body brand is for any person that is bald. It could be lupus. It could be cancer. It can be if you just like to wear your hair bald, it's up to you. But it's not just for alopecia. My brand is to make people feel good about being bald. And I also, um, the last couple of months, I've also implemented a new quote, you know, love and embrace all that is you. Don't edit yourself for other people because I do get a lot of women that come up to say, how do you do it? And I'm like, how do I do what? How do you be bald? Well, this is me. It's, it's me. It's, I can't be anything else. And, and whatever situation it is, I just have to live with it and try to embrace it the best that I can. 
Yeah. Well, I think that that is so special about you having a brand and being out there at vendor events like that and really being able to connect with folks, right? Because there's something that I appreciate about uh, vendor markets and really seeing products in my hand, you know, in person. Um, I can be online and try to shop for things, but I love being able to connect uh, with the people. We had a, we struck up a great conversation that yeah. day where I'm just like, yo, like looking at all of your products, I'm like, I, I resonate with these messages and, and I'm not bald, right? right? And so you've also created something that everybody can really appreciate and enjoy when you think about those who have been in your circle of influence, the ones that you called when you first found out about alopecia and the ways that they are seeing your band, your brand grow, uh, you know, explain to us how that's hitting them. Um, my support system is great. Um, they, I, I mean, I, I just don't know what I'll do without them because if I can't send them to people to review before I put them out, I'll just never know. But they've been great. They, they'll they try to say, well, Tiff, you need to do this or Tiff, you need to do that. But um, they're they're amazing. My husband, uh, my friends, my family, they're amazing. And, and they love the brand. They try to support and they try to get me out there, you know. As yeah. much as they can. Well, that's what I was going to ask, too, because clearly, you know, you're talking about moving here. Yes. How long ago was that that you transitioned up here? And, you know, finding you at that event was really special. But how are you getting plugged into the community here up in the Pacific Northwest to share the Baldy brand? Um, it, it's a little bit difficult, but that's why I get out and I do the vending uh, markets. Like I said, I started originally, I'm from St. Louis. I moved to Dallas. I stayed from Dallas for 10 years. And then last March, I actually moved to Seattle. So, and then I launched in July. So, um, I'm, Sometimes I kind of regret not starting in Dallas because but my career had me doing so many other things. But I'm kind of glad that I did start here as well. Um, people are. They're getting it, they're gravitating towards me and they're accepting it and they do support me a lot. It just depends on what what event it is. But I do get a lot of support out here. I'm, I'm glad that I started. Like I said, I just launched in last July. So. It's still it's still yeah, developing. Yeah, yeah. You're within that first year. Yeah, uh, yeah. And next month will make a year of you being here. So that's a lot of transition yeah. in, one in one swoop. swoop uh, yeah. But, you know, good for you that you said, you know what, now's the time. And whatever brings people to open and create a brand, a business, something that we all can then participate in. I'm always like, kudos to you because I know the hard work yeah. that it takes especially at vendor markets, but you are here in the Pacific Northwest. And as you just saw with that segment before, uh, you know, we got to you before the break, you know, there is black community here and there is a lot of support for black businesses. Um, that is real, you know, supporting vendors and local brands. There are so many different opportunities for you coming up in the spring and summer when yeah. everybody hits the streets and you have yet to really see it. Probably maybe you experienced a little bit last year, but it's going to be great to see you out there. There's so many opportunities and, and, when I think of it, there's a lot of like major ones, like big ones where there's yeah. a bunch of vendors. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see the Baldy brand more. Of course, if people want to connect with you, if they want to support the brand, how can they do that now? You can look right there and let them know how they connect with you. You can actually connect on baldybranded.com. Uh, my Instagram is the Baldy brand LLC as well as Facebook, but baldybranded.com. 
branded.com. That's bald with the IE branded.com. All right. On. Tiffany, thank you so much for sharing your story. Oh, no problem. It was so Anytime. uplifting and inspiring. I'm glad we got connected. Yes. I'll yes, stay yes. connected. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, y'all. Of course, I get to wrap up all of this inspiration right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The David Trey. What up, y'all? T-Dub here, as always, bringing you the news and art funding and opportunities. This year's Four Culture Project grants are live now, and here's what you need to know to apply. Four Culture Project grants fund cultural activities and projects throughout King County. If you are an individual or group with arts, heritage, or preservation at its core, then this funding is for you. And if you're new to the grant application process, Four Culture hosts virtual workshops and has a team of grant managers ready to assist you in the process. The deadline to apply is March 23rd. Head over to fourculture.org for more. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great show today. You know, when we think about all of the unique ways that people get into business, that people launch brands, that people find a way to bring some talent out to the world, you know, we can never have enough sayings on our clothing. And it's a beautiful thing to be able to really see the exploration of creativity uh, because I'm one of those people who wears what I, you know, am thinking, what what is part of my culture on myself all the time. And, you know, many uh, folks in fashion are always talking about how the body is the canvas. It's like the first thing people see. So how are you stepping out and representing yourself? Um, Tiffany shared such an inspiring story and giving us the full gambit of how she went through, you know, realizing, okay, I have to make some adjustments here. What am I going to do? And creating a brand out of her lived experience is something that we can all find the way to do it if need be, right? Understanding that you have something special in you and the story that you tell about you may be inspiring to someone else. So of course, I sat here full of inspiration as Tiffany was sharing her journey with us, you know, letting us know where she's coming from and why she started this brand. I want y'all, of course, to be inspired, not just to become a customer of the Baldy brand, but also to be inspired to find ways for you to be a part of the solution, as always, y'all. And for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., peace. <laughs> Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.